Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris. Comedy advice to... What do we do here? We fix your life? Something like that? Comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris. Joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo, the uno, the audio engineer, producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Hi, Chris. That is literally the most excitement we have ever heard from Mike on this show, if you're new to the show. I know that sounded like absolutely nothing, maybe even pitiful, but Mike, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, so much so that I don't like you again yet, but I feel like one day I might be able to uh, learn to like you again. We also have our current best friend in the whole wide world, standing in the corner on standby whenever we need him, and we often do need him, Dell. Why don't you let the folks at home know you are real? I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. You guys, of course, know me, Chris. That is my name. I'm the host of the show. Probably know me from this podcast if you've been listening to it. We're on episode 105. That's 105 if you are a Spanish native speaker. 105 episodes. 105 episodes. Wow. Wow. We, we, we just really could use a break. We're just so tired. We're so tired. If you are uh, new to this show, this is a podcast you can get anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. Although, you know, po- uh, Spotify is currently being canceled by a certain uh, segment of people. So if uh, you are no longer using Spotify, of course, we were any, anywhere else podcasts are sold for free. But if you are currently using st- uh, Spotify, we're definitely still there for you. We are there for you. We have not canceled Spotify. We are there, and we want you to promote our Spotify. Subscribe. Tell your mother about it. Tell your father about it. Your sister, uncle, cousin, brother, whatever. In fact, if you don't say you don't even have any living relatives, I'm sorry about that. But if you don't, maybe you go places where uh, there are people. Maybe you go places where there are people, uh, maybe irresponsible people that might leave their phone out. And uh, when they, you know, they go to the bathroom, whatever they're doing, they leave their phone out, possibly unlocked. You just pick up their phone, you type, you hit you hit that Facebook app, you hit that Twitter app, you go to up and loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. You hit that follow button, that like button, whatever. And all of a sudden we have a new fan. I'm not suggesting you do that, but I wouldn't be mad if you did. Anyway, uh... Yeah, point is, we're anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're also on uploaded.com, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D.com. We're there. You can download the show to your computer, your phone, your toaster, Samsung, refrigerator, whatever. We're there. You can stream it. Point is, I want you to tell people about this show. That's what I really am trying to drive home here. We want 8 billion people listening to this show. And if you are not slamming this thing in their faces, it's going to be a hard road for us. It's going to be a hard road for us. But uh, we do have a great show for y'all. We're going to talk about uh, this little U.S. election we've got going on this week. We're going to talk about the uh, some video game hacks between uh, Ubisoft and Crytek. Wonder Woman 1984, and uh, listener questions, a whole lot more. It should be a fun show. Should be a fun show. I think so, at least. It's been a hell of a week, though, right? Right, Mike? Dell? You guys vote? 
my wife and I voted. And uh, we got our ballots. I think just being a registered voter in California, I think you are automatically sent a mail-in ballot. I don't remember requesting one. So they just sent it. And uh, I wasn't about to actually uh, go and vote in person this year. That's how I typically vote. But, you know, there's this, this COVID thing I keep hearing about. Everyone's wearing a mask everywhere I go. So I wear a mask so I don't I don't look like a crazy person. And, you know, I just, I just want to fit in. So this COVID thing's going on. And I don't want to touch your COVID clipboard or your COVID pen. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. I, I didn't want to uh, do the mail-in thing because we voted way too late. We voted literally the night before the election. So I thought, well... I will take these ballots and take them to a mail-in drop box or, or, or a voting drop box. What do you call it? Just a drop box, a, a ballot drop box. And so that's what we did. The night before the election, my, my wife and I had uh, spent the day just kind of uh, going through the different propositions. And California always has a bunch of different props and bills that you can vote for. Some of them were crazy. We'll get into that, by the way. But... <sighs> Yeah, we, 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 we really procrastinated this year. And it's not my fault because nothing is ever really my fault. And I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, 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 yes. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that happened to me. So the mail-in ballots that we got, they come with an envelope that you can seal up. So you finish doing your, your little uh, circling, you know, you, you fill out your, your voting Scantron, fold it back up, stick it in the envelope, and seal it. Now, the seal on the envelope has some glue, has some glue. And typically with an envelope, traditionally, you lick that glue, stick it back together, and it sticks, it's done, it's done. I wasn't into that idea. I wasn't into the idea of licking anything that came from who knows where because of this little COVID thing that's going on. And traditionally, I'm not big on licking envelopes. I'll do it, but not during a pandemic. I think that's my rule that I've established. So I found a sponge, wetted it up, tapped my wife's envelope. I tapped that envelope. Slapped it together, it stuck just fine, beautiful. Did the same thing to mine, the damn sponge wiped off all the glue. There was no glue, couldn't stick. I wasn't about to try some like uh, some tape or anything like that because I knew that they would just toss that ballot out, at, at least in my head, that's how I saw, saw it playing out. Oh, they're just gonna throw it away. They're gonna think there's some kind of fraud, some kind of tampering here. So I'm looking around for a glue stick. Or glue in general. Something sticky. We had no glue sticks of any kind. No glue of any kind in our apartment. Nothing. Nothing at all. Tore the place up looking for it. So, I spent that next morning. I ended up getting up early in the morning to go to Target to buy a glue stick. And because of COVID, apparently... Target has modified hours. So I ended up waiting 
for Target to open up so that I could buy a glue stick. And you can't buy a glue stick by itself anymore, apparently, not at Target at least. Anyway, point is, that was my day. That was, that was the beginning of my day. I don't know where we're going with this at all. We're, we're going to talk more about voting and whatnot. I just, I just felt like I needed to express that. I needed to share that part of my day with you. It's a very existential feeling. Just standing outside of a target, being like, ah. <laughs> think about this. Have you, have you ever done this? I hadn't. I'll be real. This is my first time. Had, had, have you ever waited outside? Have you, have you waited for a target to open? Any store. Have you waited for a store to open so that you could buy a glue stick? There is a, a feeling to that that I can't describe. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. You're, it, it, really, you're just reflecting on yourself. Like, how the hell do we have no kind of glue at our place? Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, I just, I, I just had to get that out. Anyway, uh, let's move on. It's just the tip of the week. Okay, so just continuing on with that whole voting thing. Like I said, uh, just to recap, if you've just joined the podcast... My wife and I, uh, we voted this week on election day. Got our mail-in ballots, filled them out, blah, blah, blah. Mike, Del, did you guys know that there is a proposition in California that makes you a felon if you shoplift something worth $250 or more? And I think this is a three-strike state. I don't know if it still is, but I think it is. $250. That is the price of a Wii. In 2006. So if you're, you're, you're telling me that if I accidentally ask the guy at Target to unlock the case and get me a Wii, and then I, you know, I don't know, I sucker punch him in the jaw, and then I grab the Wii, and then I run out of the store, I should be labeled as a felon? I don't know. Seems wrong to me. It was Prop 20, by the way. It would also require law enforcement to collect DNA samples from people convicted of certain misdemeanors, including shoplifting, forgery, and illegal drug possession, to be stored in a state database. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! Well, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. This is the most narc-ass bill I have ever seen in my life. This is like if that, uh, that what's the Keebler elf, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Sessions. If, just, if Jeff Sessions was turned into a California proposition, it would be Prop 20. Jeff Sessions is a uh, terrible person, by the way. I, I'm not sure if we mentioned that on the show yet. I do hope he's a fan of the show. But I'd also really like to insult him to his face for a couple of hours. So, Jeff, uh, please call 909-GUN-DOPE if you are interested. Anyway, uh, this week's tip is don't vote for bullshit. Don't vote for bullshit. Uh, but, you know, I get it. I guess you gotta, you got to come up with a way to fill up the private prisons when, uh, when weed is legal in your state. All right? That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You got you to gotta come up with a loophole, some kind of workaround. 
man, that, that, that we need your DNA. Well, yes, you, uh, you forged a check or you stole a candy bar. We, we need your DNA in the system. Anyway, uh, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. I don't know if I mentioned it yet on this episode, but if it's not clear already, we are doing some real uh, shooting from the hip this week. It's a, it's a little loosey-goosey this week, and that's just because it's been very, very busy. But uh, we do have an interesting story that... I, w- I want to share with you. Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, little excerpts and highlights from our source, which is uh, ZDNet.com. It's about uh, Ubisoft getting hacked and uh, Crytek as well. Crytek, uh, as you know, are the uh, famous developers of Crisis. So uh, ZDNet writes, a ransomware gang going by the... You know, let's let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. I'm going to pull up this link. Because I... For, for purposes of this... Uh, this uh, podcast... You can tell how good I am at multitasking. I can't pull up a link and say the word podcast at the same time. I have I have a beef here already. I just pulled up the link. It's it's proving that I'm not the incompetent one, uh, Mister or Mrs. The image is of a guy, but the oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was I thought I was reading the name Caitlin, but his name is Catalin Klim, Klimpanu. Anyway, are you guys following me here? I'm about to bitch about something. Just to to recap. This is the first sentence of this article. And ZDNet is not a small name. I remember this being a fairly, not notorious, but uh, of note. You know, they're they're, uh, respected, as far as I remember. They're a respected website. I'm going to read you the first sentence. A ransomware gang going by the of. This is the first sentence in the article. And they have nobody like this. This was posted on October 15th. This isn't now you're thinking like, well, this isn't that new now, is it? I didn't realize it was October 15th. I just heard about it a couple days ago. So I'm sorry. Jeez, get off my back. I'm going to fix his his first sentence like Apparently, the dude didn't read his own article, or if he did, I don't know. Hey, apparently, they don't have editors there. Like, what's going on? Let's fix your first sentence for you. A ransomware gang going by the name of Agreger has leaked data it claims to have obtained from the inter- internal networks of two of today's largest gaming companies, Ubisoft, and Crytek. Now, before we move on to the rest of the article, I'm sorry for, you know, just really hammering you for just screwing up your first sentence completely. And it's not like I haven't done the same thing. I'm sure I do this all the time. But I'm also not getting paid by ZDNet to to write these articles. 
And it just blows me away. This is how old now? 20 days old? Nobody's fixed this yet? Anyway. Ransomware gang. Agreeger. You guys following me here? So he, he uh, describes what a ransomware gang is. He says, ransomware gangs like Agreeger regularly breach companies. They, they steal their data, encrypt files, and ask for a ransom to decrypt lock, the lock data. And... This isn't just for companies. They'll target any PC they can often. Uh, if you Just to give you a visual picture of this, if you're not following, what they'll do is they'll infect your computer with some kind of malware, and they will decrypt your files. So they will essentially lock your files. You won't be able to access your own files until you pay them money, and then they will uh, unlock them for you or give you the key to unlock them. And once you save them, you better just like completely reboot that computer. Just full full refresh on that sucker. So uh, what they're saying is Ubisoft and Crytek were the victims of that. So there's a difference here. There's a difference between your uh, 78-year-old grandpa Biden getting uh, his computer uh, ransomed for, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks versus Ubisoft getting several computers locked and ransomed for several thousand dollars. Or you know, normally when the what they like to do now is they would like you to pay in Bitcoin because of reasons. I, I think it's mostly because once they have it, they have it. You can't like contest it to your credit card company. But again, I, I don't know. I'm not a, a ransom where gang member anyway they say uh, nevertheless they they still extort companies asking victims for money not to leak the sensitive files so that's why it's called a ransom they're saying hey pay us you ubisoft pay us crytek pay us we will not leak what we, we what we stole from you we're not going to leak it to the public as long as you give us money so they say on tuesday Leaks for both Crytek and Ubisoft were posted on the Agreger portal at the same time, with threats from the ransomware crew to leak more files in the coming days. They said the, the group touted they were in possession of the source code for the Watchdog Legions game. I don't think the game has come out yet, but if it hasn't, it's coming out very soon. That's the third Watchdogs game from Ubisoft. Oh, he even said, oh, it must have come out then, because he said scheduled to be released later this month. So, the newly released game. So, they say, uh, for the past year, security researchers have tried to reach out and noti notify Ubisoft about several of its employees getting fished with no results, which may provide a clue of how the hackers might have got it. You guys ever been fished? Mike, you ever been fished? You ever get one of those official emails from Apple saying, hey, your, your password's been compromised. Click this link and create a new password. That, that's what phishing is. They said, uh, while the hackers leaked only 20 megabits from Ubisoft, they've leaked 300 megabits from Crytek. And actually, I think they encrypted the Crytek data. So I don't know why how the Crytek people pissed off these hackers more than Ubisoft did. But they said, uh, in case Ubisoft will not contact us, we will be posting the source code of the upcoming watchdogs and their engine. The group threatened, promising to publish more data in a press release tomorrow. 
So apparently, I, 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 this has been an ongoing story, and I think the complete source code for Watch Dogs was around, I want to say, 560 gigabytes. And if you're not aware, the source code is, like, that's everything. That's what the game was made out of. When you get the actual Watch Dogs game, if you buy it legitimately on the market, on the Steam Store, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, you're getting the executable, um, the executable file for uh, stupid people purposes. We'll call it the executive file, the, the most important file, the EXE. And where am I going? Oh, sorry, my brain just literally froze. Uh, I, what I was trying to say was that that file is much smaller than 560 gigabytes. It might have taken 560 gigabytes of work uh, source code and uh, assets and whatnot to create the game, but the final game itself would be, I don't know, 50, 60 gigabytes, roughly. I don't know if you guys are still following me here. Point is, it's a big deal. What I'm trying to say is that it's a big deal that they apparently have access to this full file because it means that not only can they release this game without any kind of uh, de novo, uh, de novo is a anti anti piracy firmware software kernel. Not only can they do that, but people can essentially just mess with watchdogs. They can create their own watchdogs. They can change the physics, the change the art, change the characters completely, change the story, and then release it for free. So Ubisoft doesn't want that. Crytek doesn't want that. And these guys were also like, uh, I think they released a, a bunch of information on canceled Crytek games as well. So you don't want to get hacked. You don't want to get hacked by uh, some ransomware. It's no good. And uh, if you are following along still, that is our very uh, shoddy and off-the-wall video game corner. Like I said, we're, uh, we're very... Uh, shooting off the hip this week speaking of bullshit <laughs> trump has been saying that the uh people in charge as if that's not him he's saying the people in charge are gonna just suddenly stop caring about covid on the day after the election well this episode's airing on friday which means it's now three days after the election but i went out to uh pick up dinner on Wednesday, and everybody was still wearing a mask. Everyone was still wearing a mask. It was pretty confusing because Trump said it was just going to disappear. Granted, he did say COVID itself would just disappear, but it, it, it was confusing to me. Speaking of COVID, uh, Warner Brothers is still pretending that Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out to theaters next month. We've uh, we've also been seeing record uh, record cases spiking, record cases of, of coronavirus spikes in the U.S. over the last few weeks because <laughs> we can't get this shit. We can't. We can't. We can't do it. We can't do it. We are a nation unchained. We're we're unwieldy. How many people live in America? Three hundred fifty million, roughly. Mike, uh, can you uh, Google that for me? No. Well, well, I'll do it. 
How many people, you know, I don't need to type it like that, like I'm an idiot. U.S. population, 2020, 331 million people. We've got 331 million people. You can't do it. You can't do it. We're so divided. You can't corral us to, to all get on the same page. So we got all these cases spiking. And, you know, now it's flu season on top of that. So everything's just compounded. It's just a big freaking mess. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Wonder Woman 1984 is not going to be released in theaters next month. So far, I've been right about all these movie predictions. All of them, I think. I don't know if I was wrong about Tenet. They did end up releasing Tenet in theaters in America. But uh, I don't think Wonder Woman is coming to theaters. Tenet scared off a lot of studios. Disney was like, no, no, Black Widow, not coming out this year. Mm -mm. That's going next year. That's going next year. Uh, MGM, Sony, like, no, uh-uh-uh. 007? No, sir. No, sir. That's next year. In fact, they were trying to, they were, they were, they were fielding pitches, fielding uh, uh, bids from Netflix and Apple. But I think they were asking for like a ridiculous amount of money. I want to say they were asking for, for six hundred million dollars or something crazy. And Netflix and Apple were like, no, no. I think of a. Uh, overuse that sound but you get the idea you get the idea so a lot of people would, would just like for wonder woman to go to hbl max just be done with it put it out on hbl max you know but i can't imagine that warner brothers or at&t who owns warner brothers i can't imagine that they would get their money back from the new subscribers they would get because they look at that kind of thing as the long term. Okay, we put out Wonder Woman on HBO Max. How many new subscribers, recurrent, that's the word they like to say, recurrent. People who not just don't just subscribe for a month, but keep paying. That's when the investment becomes worth it to them. Like, okay, are they paying for a year and beyond? That's what they really want. They just want you to be a permanent subscriber. But a lot of people will just, you know, pay for a month and be done with it. Or, you know, just pirate it. Because once it's out there, once it's just immediately on the streaming service, it's immediately on your Cody's, your, your torrent sites, it's just there. So they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. If they, if they wanted to do it, they would have did it by now. They, they've already spent so much money on advertising this thing. I think it was supposed to originally come out in July or August, right? And then they pushed it back, and now it's December, December something. Keep pushing it because they, they, they keep hoping that it's going to come out this year. But it, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Anyway, there's your uh, your monthly Wonder Woman 1984 update for this month. Uh, I don't think it's coming out this year. Hey, Del. Del. Uh, we, we normally do uh, voicemails around this time of the show. Why don't you let the listeners know how they can leave us a voicemail? Leave us a message. Call 909-486-3673 and talk to us with your mouth.
Thank you very much, Dell. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call the news. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, Newsting. Normally, we would uh, give you a story about something. I don't know, somebody won the lottery in a weird way, or uh, some cows broke loose on a, a freeway. But uh, we're, we're, we're in a very political season. I don't know if you've noticed by this episode. And uh, I, I plan to talk about election night for the new segment of the show this week. But election night is still going. Turns out this has been the uh, one of the longer election nights of my life. I don't think it's beaten the uh, 2000 election night, Bush versus Gore. You guys might remember there was the uh, very, uh, very highly contested recount situation in Florida at the time. Florida is a done deal. Nobody's contesting Florida in 2020. Trump won Florida handily, I believe. Let me see. I got the uh, results actually live on a tab here. Yeah, Trump Trump won 51.2% to Biden, 47.9%. Trump won Florida. And people were really thinking, hey, Florida might flip. Texas might flip. Texas might flip. You guys got to stop uh, hoping Texas will flip. Trump won that even more. Trump won Texas 52.2% to Biden, 46.4%. Texas ain't flipping right now. Probably not for a long time. Uh, so, you know, where am I even going with this? Uh, oh, the election night. It's still happening. I mean, we might... Okay. Just to uh, make this a little more succinct. By the time this episode airs, Friday morning, Georgia may have been called. And at that point, Biden may have won the presidency. But Trump is, you know, Trump is going through something right now. It's a really hard time to be Trump right now. So he's got lawyers just all up in this. He's got people flying to different states trying to monitor what's going on. And uh, su he's suing like pretty much all of these states that are, are not in their final votes, and some of which that are. I think he's, he's suing Wisconsin and Michigan, and he's already, uh, I think uh, Georgia already threw out the lawsuit. They uh, served them, and I think he's suing Pennsylvania. North Carolina is probably going to Trump. Arizona, I, th I think he's probably suing Arizona because that one has been called for Biden, and a lot of Fox News viewers are very unhappy because they called Arizona for Biden, I think, before anybody else did, which is very un-Fox News-like of them. So Fox News viewers are pissed off at uh, Fox News for, for giving Biden that credit and possibly swaying the election. It's a very divisive time. I don't know if you guys have been uh, paying attention in America, if you're American, or if you're not American. Actually, I see a lot of people that have never stepped foot on American soil that are paying very close attention to this election. And good for you guys, because I guarantee you that as Americans, most of us are not paying that much attention to your election. We're not. We're not. And I consider myself fairly involved, at least uh, interested-wise. Like, I, I follow a lot of politics. 
and I follow global politics to a certain extent, but I really don't care about the gossip of your your prime minister or whatever you you call them in your country of choice, your country of preference. So, yeah, I don't I don't know where I'm going with that. Point is, election night was a trip. It was a trip, but it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. I uh, I think many people expected this. I think actually Trump expected this to be real. I think he was purposefully sowing the seeds of doubt because here's the thing. Polls for months now have shown Biden ahead. Like way ahead. They the the polls showed Biden just like winning in a landslide. He did not win in a landslide. He absolutely did not. And that was, I think, the only way, like, a landslide is the only way this election would have just been done and over with by now. If uh, Trump won in a landslide, Biden might have conceded and vice versa. Trump would not have been gracious. However, I got to say, Trump has been really gracious so far, you know. I just saw him on Thursday complain for 27 minutes straight. <laughs> And you got Hollywood just like eating this this shit up. They're just really like all over themselves. Like they just can't wait. You know, uh, I I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for the the results to just be finalized at this point. Trump is sounds like he's just going to take this to the Supreme Court at this point. But it looks like he's going to lose, folks. It looks like he's going to lose, and it looks like he's very aware that he's going to lose. So. Jared Kushner has already kind of floated the idea that Trump might be starting his own uh, his own media network, like a, a TV channel. I don't know what it'll be, but his his next uh, his next money maker. And you gotta be real, like Fox Fox probably is aware of this. The, the Fox News is probably like, okay, this this guy is about to lose, and he's about to come after. A third of our audience, at least. And, you know, they're just like, screw it. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona's done. At least that's what their their uh, their analyst says. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm totally just shooting off the hip right now. Uh, I don't know. That that was election night. We, we still don't know who the president is as of recording this episode. If that changes before the episode is over, I will let you know. But as of now, we don't know. We don't know. And I don't know when we actually will know. Because even though Biden will likely be called, I think, by Friday. I think he will. Because oh, well, we, the state we didn't mention was Nevada. Nevada is getting clowned on right now because they have not finished counting. And they only are worth six electoral votes, right? You got North Carolina worth 15, Georgia 16, Pennsylvania uh, 20. And Nevada can't finish counting off of six electoral votes. So I'm sure there's legitimate reasons for that. And I, I don't know, but uh, that's where we're at. And I don't even know where I started before I said the word Nevada. Point is, uh, <laughs> we might know who the president is supposed to be by then. You don't know. A lot of people are really afraid that Trump will do some kind of dictate or move and 
just uh, refuse to leave office. But honestly, the arguments I've heard against that are convincing to me. First of all, like I heard somebody describe it like, nah, Trump will, Trump will be mad, but ultimately he'll just, you know, go back to watching Fox News, eat McDonald's, whatever. And like, is he really going to do anything? His people, I heard his people, they're, they're not going to stay there for the Trump uprising. They're gonna they're gonna look for new jobs. Supposedly, they're already looking for new jobs. They should be trying to just stick it out for Trump's uh, media network. <laughs> He's got a guaranteed audience, guaranteed audience. Anyway, I'm really rambling here. We could probably talk about this for years to come, and we might, we might. But uh, that's your uh, election coverage from the Chris to Chris podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. You guys think uh, Trump is going to bow out graciously? I don't know. Maybe he'll be like Jimmy Carter. Spend the rest of his life just giving back. You know, screw, screw the TV network. Trump's about charity, right? He could start the, the Trump attack for humanity, you know? They'll make houses. And Trump can pretend like he's ever done a, a day of physical labor in his lifetime. Can you? I, I can't picture Trump swinging a, a hammer at a nail. Like you know, <laughs> Trump describes everything so extreme. Like here's what here's what would happen. He would hit the nail like, wow, and uh, he'll tell the story like it was incredible. It was one of the most beautiful nails you've ever seen, and we were just hitting away at it all day. It was a very tough nail, very high quality. I don't know where I'm going with this. I think my point is that I I don't respect Trump <laughs> when it comes to uh, physical labor. But I don't know how much you're supposed to, how much uh, respect you're supposed to put into somebody for that. Like in this modern setting. I'm somebody who's had to break my back for years at work and uh, on vacations with my family, if you can call it that. So, like, part of that just might be ingrained bitterness on my part. And Trump is the epitome of somebody born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And I don't know if you know this, but Biden lived in Scranton. Something, something Scranton. I have no idea where I'm going with this. Um, you know what, Dell? what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. It is listener question time, and we have another Ken Blitz this week. Ken, uh, thank you very much for uh, keeping these listener questions interesting. First question from Ken goes, if you were a betting man, would you be successful? That is a great question, Ken. I think I would. I think I would, but that's just because I like to bet on myself. And I have 105 episodes on this show. 105 episodes doesn't come from giving up. That is, that is work. I I know just from talking to people, whether it be a podcast or YouTube or whatever, unless you're doing this, you probably aren't grasping how much work goes into it. But that has nothing to do, I guess, with betting, other than this whole existential talk about betting on myself. 
Here's the thing. I've bought many a scratcher in my life. Some of them have turned out okay. But I like to reinvest in myself as the scratchers hope I do. Like, you know, hey, you won $5. Well, hey, $5 is what I pay for this ticket. If I buy another one of these tickets, I might win the $100,000. I might win the money for life. So, yes, I'm going to be successful. I'm just waiting for that success to hit, Ken. Just waiting for it. I mean, you hear all these stories about people in Florida winning. Uh, what What is it called? Um where they deliver the giant check to your door. Do they still do that? Just wearing a mask? But it's always old people winning. And I'm assuming they've been playing their whole life, so just statistically, they're more likely to win. But what do I know? Next question. Uh, what kind of degrees does the electoral... Uh, uh, I'm going to reread that. This deserves a, a better read. What kind of degrees does the electoral college offer? That's a great question. Nobody's ever asked me that question before. The Electoral College offers two degrees, cartography and geology. So many people I've seen over the last couple of days are just looking at the Electoral College or, or the, uh, the Electoral Map. It's like, what the hell, yo? What the hell? Why, didn't, why isn't Trump winning? Look at all of this red. There's just way more red than blue. Trump should be winning. People don't grasp that most of what you're seeing there are not actual voters. It's just empty land, desert, dirt, snow, caverns. I don't know what the, the cavern ratio is. It's probably fairly low. But point is that there are just vast swaths. Is it swaths or swathes? I, I probably shouldn't try saying that word regardless. There's just vast amounts of land where nobody is living there. There's one guy. One guy and his dog. His dog gets a vote and he gets a vote. Boom. It's red. Boom. He's like, you know what? That Trump guy, that's the guy I want. And all of a sudden, we got 600 square miles of red. So people are just losing their minds. It's like, this isn't right. This isn't right. So, uh, yeah, uh, point is cartography and geology. That's the, uh, the, the degrees of the Electoral College, and few people are, are making use of it. Thank you for the question. Next question, is Mike real or a figment of my imagination? Who is Mike? Sorry, I'm not I'm not familiar with that that person. I haven't heard of Michael Jordan, uh Michael C. Hall, Mike Mike Huckabee. But I don't know who Mike is in this case. Thank you for the question though. Next question. Have you ever answered a question with a question? What is every single day of my life, Alex? Every single day. Next question. On an average day, how many questions do you answer? Well, if I was going to give a, an actual real estimate, I want to say just like 30 to 50 questions per day. You know, give or take, depending on the whether it's a weekday, weekend, whatever. 
But I do expect that number to, I don't know, triple, quadruple when my son starts speaking in complete sentences. From what I've seen, young children tend to ask a lot of questions, and that's cool. I say that now, you know, I might be uh, having some different thoughts on it later, but I think it's pretty cool. I can, I can really mold a mind or try to. It's not if you're listening to this uh, many years from now, I, I really want to, to make you uh, smart like, like me. I am smart. I smart. I genius. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, last question. Ken asks, can I get an amen? Let's put it to a vote. Let's put it to a vote. Uh, Mike, Dell, can Ken get an amen? I don't care. Do you remember Donkey Kong Country? The eyes have it. Amen, Ken. Amen. That's for you. As always, if you guys want to ask us some questions, you can do so. Follow us on social media. We're at Up and Loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, Cracker. On our website, upandloaded.com. Ask us questions. We'll answer it on the show. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, last week on our Twitter, we asked a uh, poll question. We said, which country will you move to if your guy loses? 40% of you said Canada. 40% of you said Mississippi. Only 20% of you said Mexico. But honestly, I think I would choose Mexico over Mississippi. I think I would. I don't know. Where did uh, Deliverance take place in? I don't think it was Mississippi, but I get a... I get that kind of vibe when I think of Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-S-I-P-I. P-P-I. Oh, see, I spelled it wrong. Maybe I belong in Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-S-I-P-P-I. I don't know why I'm insulting Mississippi right now. What did they vote? What did they vote? Uh, Mississippi. M-S. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Trump, 59.7%. Biden, 38.8%. That was a close one, huh? Did Biden visit Mississippi even one time? <laughs> He's like, I am not going to win Mississippi. Can you believe it? Trump won Alabama by, it was 62.5% to 36.4%. He won Alabama even more so. Louisiana, 58.5% Trump, 39.8% Biden. Yeah, you know, some states just stick to it. California, you knew that was going Biden. That was 65.1% Biden, 33% Trump. Wow. Like the... The states that, like the reliably blue states on the left, the left coast, the west coast, they were hardcore Biden. And we, we, were, we were voting between two old ass dudes. Two old ass dudes. Do you think Biden can uh, make it to 2024 or will? Do you think he'll run again? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I just can't see it happening. Anyway, uh... Go ahead and follow us on our Twitter, on our Facebook page, and uh, answer, vote, vote in our polls, you know? If you haven't voted, if you're not old enough to vote for uh, president, let the uploaded uh, social media accounts be your way of dipping your toes into the electoral justice uh, pool. We, we want to we wanna be there for you. Anyway, uh, 
uh, I don't know. I, where, where are we going with this? The uh, point is, follow us. We have a poll coming. I don't know what the question is going to be. But it should be a doozy. should be a doozy. As always, uh, don't forget to subscribe to this show. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Tell your mom about it. Tell your family about it. Guys, uh, I think by the next episode, we will know who President of the United States is. Probably even by the time this uh, episode airs. You know, Supreme Court pending. We'll see. Oh, it wasn't Kanye, by the way. I think he got 60,000 votes. And he has officially conceded until 2024. So look out, Kamala. Kanye is coming for you. So uh, this has been episode 105 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend. Or else.